Simon Wollstonecroft is a drummer from Manchester. His first band at school was with Ian Brown and John Squire. His second band became The Smiths. He played with The Fall for 11 years and continues to play drums for Manchester bands today. Johnny Marr nicknamed him Funky Sai. This is Funky Sai's A to Z of Manchester. Hello Simon, how are you? Good evening, Jackie. Fine, thank you. Good man, what have you been up to? Not been buying Christmas presents yet, have you? (laughs) (laughs) I wait to the last minute, mate, every year. Oh, are you a last minute man? Yeah, absolutely. Not Christmas Eve? Yeah, sometimes. No. Yeah. Do you not panic? Uh, No, not really. I usually get uh, Lulu a surprise. Is it always briquettes from the local garage? (laughs) 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 Because you can't get anything else? No, no, you know, I do try and make an effort. Good. And do you spend a lot? Do you set a limit for each other? Not really. Oh, do you not? No, no, no. I like something, a piece of jewellery or something, I see in the shop window, go in and get it. So, yeah, and nieces and nephews, just get them, uh, you know, cash, basically. So don't do a lot, really. They all want cash, don't they, the kids these days? Yeah, the kids do, don't they? Yeah. I've got... That's all right. I've got 10 nieces and nephews. <laughs> it starts to get very expensive. Sure. Because a tenner, that doesn't go very no, far these no, days. doesn't, does it? No, they look at you as if to say, what, you cheapskate? <laughs> <laughs> a tenner? So, you know, it has to be 20. Well, when you're giving out that to 10... Yeah, it mounts up, doesn't it? Well, it certainly does. And all the, all the grub you've got to buy. Uh, all the chocolates. All that, yeah. Do you buy, like... Special nuts? Uh, get, uh, after eight mints, so it's like a box of them. I do. And the Quality Street, of course, which course. you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Certain things that you get at Christmas. What about a chocolate orange? That's... Yeah, one of them. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. Love t- Terry's chocolate orange. I do. Tap it, unwrap it. Aren't they great? I don't know why they stopped that campaign. It was brilliant. It was good, wasn't it? We tend to sort of hint what we want for Christmas. Okay. Just because I think... You get to the point where I don't want things that I don't really want. No, sure. I don't just want to have things that I'm just going to put on the side. Right. So, so it's good to organise it before. Well, it, I just partner. think, yeah, yeah, I'd just rather say, just get me the perfume that I like. Yeah, okay. That's I always get that every Christmas. Yeah. Because I think that's quite good. I do as well. Get a bottle of uh, aftershave. Yes. Yeah. But it's useful, isn't I've it? i out, actually. Well, there usually, you are. usually lasts me a year, bottle of aftershave. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to get another bottle of it. Well, put that on your list. Yeah, it's on. What else are you after? Anything uh, else? A new Victorinox Swiss Army knife. Because I always used to carry one of them, you know, as a tool kit. I don't think you're allowed, Simon. Of course you are. <laughs> Do you get stopped with one of those? A pen knife. What are you doing, whittling? <laughs> it's got screwdrivers on it. And is that what, you know, if the van breaks down, I can fix it, can't I, with a screwdriver? I see, it's handy. It's got a toothpick uh, in a, a magnifying glass. Oh, but what? I lost it, uh, got nicked actually out of my bag, which is uh, in my van. <laughs> and I've not replaced it, so I'm hoping to get one of them as well. Great. And what sort of, what other things would you get? Socks? Yeah, usual uh, load of socks. Socks, good. Always useful, though, I yeah, think. Yeah, they are, aren't they? To replace your socks. They're always good. And what Until about... they get separated in your drawer, and you're trying to match them, and you get that many. <laughs> it's like an endless task, matching the socks up. 
Who's looking at you? Then just wear odd socks, Simon. Yeah, don't worry about that. Do you get like a chocolate bar? Um, yeah, sometimes I get a selection box, oh, which I like as you well. Still you know. get a selection box. Yeah, yeah, that's I do, excellent. Yeah. I know. So yeah, hopefully I'll get some of them as well this year. I'll see how it goes. And what do you do Christmas-wise? Do you open your Christmas presents first thing in the morning, or do you wait till the afternoon? Well, the normal circumstances, we go up to uh, lose mum and dad, my mum and dad, and uh, we open them up, you know, after the Christmas dinner. Oh, uh, so you all have your dinner first and then you open them? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 You know, see what we've got them, play the games. Oh, what games are you playing? Um, charades. Yeah, quite like doing that, actually. Are you good at charades? Not really, but I like taking part. You give, a go, give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. And what are you doing? Film titles, that sort of thing? Yeah, books, uh, films. Film. Yeah, yeah, plays. Are uh, you on the same team as Lulu? It varies from year to year. Yeah, usually I am actually thinking about and it. Are you quite good at... Yeah, I'm quite good, yeah. Working out. Have you? Do, what about Pictionary? No, I don't do that. Oh, have you never that. played that one? No. Oh, it's good. Uh, I don't know why, but me and one of my daughters, we seem to be in sync. Right. Sometimes I only have to draw one line and she'll guess what it is. Oh, okay. And I'll think, how did she do that? It's like yeah. a miracle. <laughs> um, but I like games after, you know, at Christmas. Yeah, I do. And then there's the Christmas film, obviously. Right, okay. Do you sit down and watch a film? Um, no, not religiously. Oh, I okay. used to when I was young, you know, The Great Escape or whatever. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. That's a great film. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, always good. And then do you have a bit of a snooze? No, I don't. No. no. I, do, I do like snoozing a lot anyway. <laughs> I'll come to eat. <laughs> I get longer and longer to snooze. <laughs> and who's cooking Christmas dinner then? Well, it's going to be um, Barbara you know, t- this year. Oh, yeah. well done, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. And Tony will help out. All the family will be there, hopefully. Great. So we'll see what's going to happen. Oh, well, that all sounds lovely. Yeah, it's, always, it's always a great day, you know, really. Okay, what it. time do you want me there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your first Z? First Z is the only serious choice for symbols. Zildjian symbols, genuine Turkish symbols, though they make them in America now. And uh, I've had a set, well, I got a set when I was on top of the Pops. Zildjian said, come down, Simon, to our base in uh, Windsor Castle, it was. Got to this, uh, this, you know, big warehouse that's just full of symbols, like forests of them, all different kinds. Why? What kind? What different kinds can you have? Oh, there's, there's all sorts. You can get gongs made, you know, huge gongs. Um, you know what a gong is, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, small symbols, big ones, little ones, sizzle symbols. Oh, wait a minute. What? What's a sizzle symbol? Symbol. Z- <laughs> <laughs> sizzle symbols. They have a, a little rivets in them, bored into the um, symbol around the circumference. Right. And what's that doing for you? Well, it makes it sizzle. It's a different type of sound. Oh, okay. So, like, it vibrates the sound. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We've got all sorts of things, like metal blocks made of, you know, brass or copper or whatever that you hit, you know, with a mallet. It's unbelievable. So they said, basically, um, help yourself to what you want, but I didn't want to be too cheeky and come back with, you know, 30 symbols. It cost a fortune, these symbols. 
Uh, so I just got a, a pair of hi-hats, three or four crash cymbals, a china cymbal, um, which uh, I've lost now, or it broke. Uh, well, if it's made of china, it will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. is there a, Is there like a basic setup for a drum kit? Yeah, a pair of hi-hats. Okay. Maybe a ride cymbal, which is a you know, mm-hmm. um, a crash cymbal, um, you know, different thicknesses. They've got different finishes on them. Some are handmade, some are factory made. But, uh, yeah, the hi-hats, uh, well, still got all the cymbals. You know, I've flogged a bit of equipment over the years and times have got hard, but I've kept these cymbals and I shall do forevermore. Although I did lose a couple at the Roadhouse once when Ian Brown was playing there. Started partying way too early before I put my equipment away and they got lost. Realised the next morning, you should got them... No, you know, somebody must have put it under the coat. Oh, no. Left it on the stage. But that's, you know, that's what happens. It's not, you know, occupational hazard, that. You know, leaving stuff behind. But uh, trying to, you know, make sure I do idiot checks... Uh, doing an idiot check before, you know, take about 10 minutes going round the drum kit, making sure I've got everything that's mine. <laughs> so, yeah, Zildjian, they're really good. They're, they're the best symbols for me, definitely. Well, they're the, what, the only ones I remember from, like, Top of the Pops. If you, you know, you focus in on the drummer, yeah. you, you see that writing, that Zildjian. Yeah, with the big Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very distinctive, aren't they? And the best sounds, no doubt. Some people, if they've got the money, they'll go in and, try different hi-hats out for the latest album, you know, which one will sound good with this track or that track. Should we try one of these ones, this, you know, 25-inch crash or whatever it is, you know? Um, so, so are they that like the pinnacle of... Zildjian, yeah, they're the best. I don't know if they're the most expensive, but they ain't cheap. And so I make sure I take good care of them. And you have to watch it because um, sometimes it gets what's called keyholes when you put them on the stand, you put a bolt through it, don't you? And sometimes you'll turn up at a gig or whatever and there'll be no felts there that protect it and it can start, you know, cutting into the um, into the symbol, basically. It'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, like a, a, a chasm, you know, opens up. It's called keyhole in them. So you have to be careful of that. And can't you use them then if that happens? You can, but, but eventually they'll, they'll just fall apart, oh. you know, when it get bigger and bigger. But people say, oh, sh- should you clean your cymbals, you know, with Brasso? Well, I don't. And I think sometimes the dirt and grease that's built up over the years improves the sound. So <laughs> that's just what you've told yourself, isn't no. it? This is going back to the YMCA days where you don't want to do any cleaning. <laughs> Get the Brasso out. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, what st- about oil, oiling them or? No. No? No, I won't do anything like that. No? I put a bit of Mr Sheen over my drum kit now and again. <laughs> You know, it's got a few beer stains all <laughs> over it. But the symbols, yeah, um, I, I love them. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm really happy that, that with the set that I got from Zildjian. From a lovely lady there, Tina. She was like the artist liaison girl who was in charge there. Yeah, it was a great, great experience going down. And they've got them set up in, you know, drum kits and booths at Zildjian headquarters. Wow, so you can try them out. Yeah, absolutely. They're all great, you know. They do different ranges, of course. I've got ones off from different, you know, different ranges out my set. I've got about six of them. I say the China one, I need another one because it's uh, lost, because that got killed. 
Uh, so I need another one of them. So how yeah. much? How much is a symbol? Well, a pair of iats probably four or five hundred quid sometimes. Yeah, wow. the ones I've got. Yeah, you know about that. Uh, but you can pay a hundred, you know, eight hundred for a nice crash symbol. You know, hand hammered by a craftsman. You know, genuine Turkish symbols. Zildjian, the only serious choice. You're looking to do the advert for them? <laughs> no, it was just a tagline that they had for years and it stuck with me forever because they are. Well, it obviously worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. So, yeah, great symbols. Um, Were they the ones that Topper used as well? Yeah, he did, yeah. Do you think that influenced you? Yeah, probably, yeah. As I said, he, we had some sent up from London when we were playing at the Apollo with the Red Star train service. And I, one of my jobs was to go and pick them up from Red Star, you know. I think that was a China symbol that I picked up. Uh, they had it shipped out, you know, express for the, in time for the gig and uh, managed to get it, come back, give it him. You know, great, jobs are good. <laughs> we used to get a, f- a few um, bits and bobs, clothing, Adidas as well. The guy, Gary, came to the studio that we were racing in by King's Cross, you know, with his huge, massive um, bags full of clobber plonked them in the middle and we all dived in, <laughs> trying to get the best one. I, I got a silver tracksuit, uh, but it didn't suit me. <laughs> they gave it a Z's, you know, a guitarist, which is, you know, great. I couldn't get away with that. What made you think that that was a good choice? Well, I just saw it silver glistening and reach for it, but you're getting, you know, coats and, you know, it's really good. And we did wear them as well, you know. I do like wearing Adidas. Oh, is it Adidas or Adidas? I don't know, really. No. Which <laughs> one do you normally say? Adidas, what I always said. Adidas. Adidas. Oh, I don't know now no, myself. It's like Bowie Bowie. No, it? it isn't no, anything uh, like that because there's only one way to say it and it's David Bowie. Bowie it is. Yeah, yes. you're right. Come you're on. Right. So, yeah. Um, Zildjian. Zildjian. The only serious choice. <laughs> Next Z, Jackie, is Zagreb. Now, not only a country in Croatia, but also a song by the fall, Zagreb. And during the Extricate Tour, World Tour of 1990, we went over to the former Yugoslavia, which had not played there before, not even been on holiday there before. We went to Ljubljana, and Mark and I walking around in the afternoon we met two girls uh, on the street. <laughs> oh, them. did you? Yeah, well, we might have been in a bar, but we took them with us on tour, you know. Pardon? Uh, well, for, for, <laughs> for, two, for a few dates, they boarded the bus with us, okay. Barbara and Sylvia from Ljubljana. But they were very frightened because it was the start of the first Gulf War, you see, and uh, they didn't know what was going to happen, um, you know, in Ljubljana the Croatians, and um, basically they're quite happy to come along with us. We went to a few cities, can't think of the other ones now, but we ended up in Zagreb playing a uh, ice hockey stadium, supporting this heavy metal band who must have been, you know, Croatian or German or something. Can't remember what they were called. They got the train home, we, we moved off to another country, Belgrade, I think, after that, which they didn't want to do. Bought a load of rotten oranges on the way to Zagreb, you know, for street vendor. 
<laughs> well, we stopped the bus for a minute, you know. Yeah, miserable gay he was as well. <laughs> yeah, Barbara and Sylvia, so that they went back home. So which one was your girl? Which Barbara or Sylvia? Sil- Sylvia. Sylvia, okay. So tell us about Sylvia. Sylvia was a blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, How old are we talking? Well, it was 1990, so I guess how old would I have been? 63, 78, 27, 28. She was a bit younger. Mark got the brunette, Barbara. <laughs> but a few months later, Barbara turned up out of the blue when we were playing at Preston Guildhall. <laughs> too much to the shock of uh, Mark. Cause he, I don't think he was expecting her to come along, or maybe he was, I don't had know. Had they been in contact? Maybe they had, but he looked a bit uh, shocked, I'll tell you that. So we pulled up in the bus outside the Preston Guildhall. There was Barbara, you know, waving through the window. Oh, no. But I think Mark, well, Mark was with his uh, current, his girlfriend at the time. So I don't think she was too happy about it. Well, you really wouldn't be. No. A little bit awkward. Yeah, it was. It's funny, though, you know. I bet the rest of you were laughing. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, everybody knew who she was because we'd been over there, you know, not a few months before. And uh, and she didn't bring Sylvia with her? No, I don't know why she didn't come. I can't have made a good impression. Oh, I? Simon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there she was, uh, large as life. Um, but we also wrote a song called Zagreb before we got to Zagreb, but we performed it there. A bit like Higher Ground by Stevie Wonder. Really? You know, the feel to it. Right. Well, the music, anyway, yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of memories of Zagreb. I bet Mark had as well. <laughs> Yeah. And Barbara. <laughs> so what happened to her at Preston? <clears throat> well, she watched the gig and everything. I don't know what happened after that. Must have got dropped off. I don't know where she went, how she got there. But I, de- I never, ever saw her again after that. Oh, no. Where's Barbara? <laughs> so, yeah, that's Zagreb for you. <laughs> the next Z is the zoo at Bellevue, as it was. I used to go there with my mum and dad at first when I was young. Great, I loved it there. They had an elephant that was walked down from the circus in Glasgow called the Ma- Maharaja. Um, walked down, you know, all the way. He walked down from Scotland? Yeah, with his keeper, you know, from the circus that was up there. They bought him, you see, Bellevue Zoo. Who walked him and how did he do it? Well, he walked along the road <laughs> with a lead on it. The stick, probably. How long did that take? Probably take you, what, best part of five, six, seven days, maybe. Oh, my word, that's crazy. They cover a lot of uh, ground, don't the elephants, quickly. They've got a big, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, maybe a week, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't put them in a trailer, but some animals well, don't like a, that, do they? On a train, maybe. A train, yeah. Maybe they got him cheap, they didn't have the money to, you know... Get a carriage I suppose he him. couldn't fit on a train, could he? Because how's he getting under the bridges? Yeah, well... <laughs> it's like a cartoon. <laughs> but he did well, didn't he? And he was there for years. Um, oh, I wonder what he thought, though. wonder where he thought he was going, and then he ended yeah. up at the zoo in Manchester from the circus. Bellevue. Uh, I, lo- I love going to Bellevue. I remember going to the Double Deckers Roadshow one year. 
The Again. TV double deckers. Yeah. I had a little thing about Tiger. Tiger and, uh, was great, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, she was. But they travel around in that double decker bus, didn't they? You know, going on holiday. And and was Melvin Hayes yeah, the Melvin driver? Hayes. He was the driver. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was a good little series, wasn't it? I yeah, think because it was good, yeah. probably because it was kids. Yeah. And you just wanted to be like them. That's right, on an adventure. Have all an the adventure, time. yeah, on a double decker bus. I mean, all these, you know, larks that you do uh, when you're that age with the adult there, you know, supervising. <laughs> and we, sorry, what was it? It was a roadshow that turned up at the zoo. Yeah, basically, yeah. And they had the double decker there and you got to meet, you know, the cast. Brinsley Ford, actor musician from Aswad, he was there. His name was Spring. Yes, I remember. The yeah. And there was um, there was a couple of other lads. One was called Sticks. Was I remember that. There was a drummer. And he was called Sticks, wasn't there? Right. Was he American? Yes, I think he was. Right. Who was a dead clever guy? Um, Brains. Scooper. Is that what is it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, there were, but we all wanted to be a member of the gang, didn't we? Yeah. It'd be great, wouldn't it, travelling around on the bus like that? Yeah. Uh, Travelling around the country. And so did you get to meet Tiger? I did, actually. got her autograph. I did have an autograph book back then. Who else is in your autograph book? Oh, I haven't got it anymore. <gasps> oh. Yeah. I wonder who was in it that you've know. lost. I don't know. People at the pantomime that you went to see yeah, and things like that. Yeah, probably. Oh, so you met Tiger. So what did you think when you met her? Were you excited? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. But uh, Bellevue as a whole, I loved it. I used to go 10-pin bowling there. Uh, which was just next to it, the old showcase cinema is, but that's shut now as well, yeah, it isn't has. it? Did so, you ever do any of the dog racing? Yes, I did. That's yes, good did. fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is good fun. And, of course, bands played there, but I never saw any bands. The Clash played there. There's some famous footage of The Clash playing there that was on Granada TV. So were they outdoors? No, it was inside. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. Quite a big venue, by all accounts. Didn't the Osmonds play there? Probably. I'm sure that's where my friend, there's a, a documentary of the Osmonds. Right. And they show all the girls banging on the doors. Oh. And I'm sure that's there. Yeah, a lot of people played there. Hendrix, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, uh, all queued up to come to Bellevue to play. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David Cassidy was there as well. Yeah, so like it must Osmonds. have been... Big in the 70s then as a venue. Yeah, it was. Um, as I say, I never went to that one. Bay City Rollers, they were another one. Uh, Mark Bowland, T-Rex. All played, well, he played in 1972 in June at the King's Hall. I think it was fairly sizable. You know, a couple of thousand or more. Perhaps not as big as the Apollo, I don't know. And it's very sad when I go past there now. You know, seeing, well, they've built houses on... On there, aren't they? But I used to go to the speedway as well and watch the trial bikes going round. Yeah, there was a lot going on at Bellevue. And, and stock cars. It was a bit like uh, it used to be at the White City uh, retail park near where I live. You know, all these uh, things going on over the years and it kept changing, morphing into something else. But on the other end of town, you know, on the east there. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a lot of fond memories of going there, Bellevue. A uh, great place. Zoo, yeah, I mean, Maharaj, he, he wasn't around forever. Uh, I'm not sure what I've seen him when he was alive. But uh, zoos generally, you know, people don't like them now, do they? 
Did you watch that Tiger King, whatever it was called? Yeah, wasn't it awful? Mad that, isn't it? Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in prison now, isn't he? Yeah, and I don't think they should make... They seem to be making him into a celebrity. It's no good if you're in the prison now, is it, for well, murder? it wasn't murder, was it? He was in because he threatened her. Ah, uh, okay. It was threatening her, wasn't it? Right, okay. Um, also, he'll be out again. Well, eventually, but I think he got quite a few years, didn't he? Yeah, bizarre um, programme. Kept hearing about it again and again, you know, people are in the papers. So did you finally watch it? I finally watched it, and I did sort of get addicted to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, see what would happen in the end. But it was, wasn't it awful for the poor tigers? Yeah, it was, and yeah. the cats, it was just terrible. Yeah, they didn't treat them very well, did no, they? No, and I think... You, know, you, you were, had to move them. You were lulled into the first couple of... Series, the first couple of episodes into thinking that he did look after them. Yeah, you were, weren't you? And he didn't, actually. No. no. Yeah, it's cruel business, that show business again. No, I thought it was terrible. I thought Maybe. the whole thing of it was awful. Yeah. And I don't like the way that, you know, for Halloween, there were lots of people dressed up as him. Was there really? Yeah. Tiger King was a big... What? Round here? Was it? <laughs> was a big thing. Right. And I just thought, no, stop trying to make him into this comedy character. It's not funny. Right, okay. He's not a nice person. No. Uh, and, he, and he had a mullet. I mean, who ever <laughs> thinks, would you ever in a million years have had a mullet? No, I never had one, never would. They don't look good on anyone. Who looks at them and thinks... I mean, Pat Sharp, I read an interview recently... Pat Sharp, he had one. ...where he said, I know my mullet looked good. What but, about Gary Davis? But I couldn't keep one? it forever. Yeah, what was wrong with them? Why did nobody it, say well, to them? It, it was it was the fashion and then wasn't it in the early eighties. Yeah, like but not 70s. for everyone. You didn't no. have one. No, I didn't. No. If the hairdresser had said to you, "Okay, Simon, this is all the rage. Pat Sharp, I'm no. gonna you're gonna have a mullet." What would no. you have said? No, you're all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> because you knew, didn't you? Yeah, it didn't look right. Long at the back, short on top. But, the, you know, they're stuck in the, the past in some of them states in America in the middle, aren't they? That's, you know, the norm for a lot of uh, people out there still to this day. I mean, he should have been in prison for his hairdo alone. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, zoos. I went to Edinburgh Zoo once. That was good. When we did the um, the ballet, actually, I Am Curious Orange. Spent an afternoon there, me and Andrew, having a walk round. What, what, what would you uh, what do you want to see when you go in a zoo? Um, animals. Uh, <laughs> well, what have they got there on offer? Really, uh, I do like wild cats. Yeah, you know? see, I like the wild cats. Yeah, but I also like crocodiles. You know, if I've got a crocodile pool. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, one of them went for me once uh, <laughs> when I was in the Gambia on holiday, and uh, this guy he took about half a dozen of us. To go and see Charlie, who was a legendary uh, crocodile, saltwater crocodile, um, in uh, Banjul, you know, in the Gambia. Anyway, this crocodile, it went for this guy and actually cut all his leg open. <laughs> it went for him. What, on your party? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't didn't chop, he didn't eat his leg, but he's got a massive load of blood coming out of it. Charlie, it was huge, you know. 25 foot long, something massive, you know, dead old. Been, you know, must be like 100 years old or something. But this isn't in like a zoo environment. Is this in his, just where he lives himself and you went out on a boat? Yeah, there see? must have been a pond there and he, he sort of uh, owned Charlie, you know, and fed it. 
uh, chickens or what have you by the day and was a tourist attraction and to make some money. And it was the man who owned it. He didn't get a bit. It was one of the, not, not somebody I knew, but it was in our party. Because um, we, you know, I think we drove there, met him. He turned around this crock charling, got, got his leg. And he had shorts on so he could see the damage. We got going after that. You're not joking, you got going. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's not very um, highly regarded, is it, now, visiting zoos and. You know, no, it's a difficult one, though, isn't there? Because there's the preservation of, of particular... Yeah. Some animals, they, they do need to be in that for their own safety. From... Well, they do if we want them to continue. Yeah. But do we want them to continue in that environment? Or should we think that actually they're becoming extinct because of the way the world is and the world evolves right. and changes? Um, and there's going to be some animals that are going to become extinct. Yeah. So should we be keeping them alive? Um, well, just to keep the you know the line going, I think. Yeah, but why? If the, if their environment isn't here anymore, why would you want to keep them going? Interesting question. That well, I don't know. It'd be a shame if you for a kid who uh, the tiger comes to tea. You know, they've got that book. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> if I was, you know, a kid, and, and they said, "What's a tiger?" I'd, you know, and we couldn't great. show them a tiger. We couldn't show them, could we? Um, I know, it's a difficult one. I mean, we really need Attenborough here to explain yeah, it to us, don't we? He'd, he'd be able to sort of point us, you know, in the right, the animal kingdom in the right direction. Well, he I'm would sure. really, isn't he great, though? Yeah, he is, What yeah. a great ambassador that man is. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Yes, he is. Excellent. His brother's not a bad actor, either. No. He was very good, but don't let him do a speech when he wins an award. <laughs> because three hours later, he's like the workman. He is still <laughs> talking. Get rid of him. <laughs> thanks, Dickie. Congratulations. Yeah, no, oh, that's thanks, Dickie. That's why they start playing the music to get people off. Right. It was for what people. What was he renowned for, it, Dickie? Oh, he is. He was well known for right. it. Right. Yeah. It was great in several in some plays. Oh, he was excellent. That's well, it, I mean, he's me. great in so many films. Yeah. But yeah. don't let him win an award. <laughs> uh, right. So that's the zoo for you, Bellevue Zoo. <laughs> Next, said Jackie, is the Zumbar night at the Hacienda. It only lasted a year. They were trying to cater for the indie scene, I think, in Manchester. They wouldn't fit into the Hacienda scene, so they made this special night. Mark Fizz was DJing there, good old Mark. <laughs> there was a lot of fashion things going on. You know, models strutting up and down during this night. But I remember it changing to uh, hot, it was a Wednesday night again, which is more of a sort of gay disco scene. That's right. I remember Hot was, um, it became a huge night, didn't it, Hot? Yeah, it did. Because it was it was house music and it was... At the right time. Dancey and, yeah, the they summer had, of 88, was it about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They had a blow-up paddling pool for Hot Night. I yes, remember I that. remember that. I never went in it or neither did I turn up and be drunk, either. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, I was more of a Thursday night. yeah. The indie night, yeah, I went Friday night, Friday. Or, or Saturday night. Yeah, sure. And sometimes I'd go to all three. Yeah, I did. Because I loved it so much. So really, the Wednesday was a step too far for me. Right, it's one, one night too many for Well, me. I think so. Yeah, yeah, you can't keep all that up, can you, even because if you're young? I used to go to a lot of gigs as well. Yeah, of course. And of course, they could be on any night. Yeah, including the Wednesday. Because they weren't very expensive, the nights at the Hacienda, were they? Some nights you could get them. I'm sure on a Thursday night you could get them for a quid. Yeah, it was cheap. Temperance night, yeah. Thursday. 
that was Dave Aslan. Uh, I think we mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah. And he used to go with Mark, of course, down there. But, uh, yeah, it all sort of moulds into one, really, the nights out there at the house. I mean, those years, I think, between 86 and about 91 yeah. were the greatest nights. Yeah, definitely. Weren't yeah. they? Yeah, after 91, yeah, it went downhill. Oh, it was terrible. Once the gangs moved in. Yeah. And, uh, and the door policy changed. That's right. And it all became a bit grim. Yeah, it did. But up until that point, so this point where Zumba was on between 87 and 88... was the best time, was really. great, yeah. yeah. There was just such a nice atmosphere... Yeah, it was. ...to the club. I don't think they were making any money. No, it started to get busier and busier, though. Oh, it definitely it did. it was empty in 82 when it opened. Well, it was empty in 86 yeah. when I was going. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, the night I bumped into Mark and he was playing the pinball machine... Up there. Upstairs, the bar, yeah. yeah. There was hardly anybody in. No, but it was about 88 when it got busy. Yes, think, it was. It? it was the summer, of, sort of the summer of love, wasn't it? That's what they called it. yeah. Yeah, so between um, 88 and the Christmas of 88, the summer of 89. So, we, yeah, we went at the right time, didn't we? Oh, we the absolutely did. It was the greatest time to go. to be thankful for. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Zumba night. <laughs> Well, we've come to the end of the A to Z of Manchester, Simon. Oh, blimey. I can't believe how quickly it's gone and how enjoyable it's been. Uh, racking my brain every week, thinking of, uh, you know, something to do with my life in Manchester, you know, every week. It's a great challenge, actually. Keeps the old grey matter. Well, of going. course. But I'll miss it. Um, will you miss me? Yes, I think. <laughs> hasn't it gone fast, though? Yeah, it has. And it has been lovely every week. Meeting up. Yeah, I, look, I really look forward to coming round, I really do, with my little notepad. We've had a really good laugh as well, haven't we? Yeah, we have. And we've yeah, had to, brilliant. I mean, we have had to cut some bits out. Yeah, we have, yeah. Which we probably should do an outtakes episode. Yeah, well, we can do a little special in the future, can't we? Because that would be quite funny. But it started off, the idea for this, I was watching you do some of your videos. That's right, yeah. And so I'd seen you do a couple and... I mean, they were hilarious, and I just kept thinking, you know what? Because you have to keep it under a minute, don't you, for your videos? Yeah, that's right. To get so, on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. your Instagram videos. And so I thought, you know what? I want to know more about that story, and if I want to know more, then other people will want to know more. And so I contacted you, didn't I, and said, yeah. do you fancy doing a podcast? And I like your idea, the A to Z. Yes. A lot of people doing it now. Uh, the A to Z wow. thing. We started. We started. Simon, it, yeah, we, we were yeah, the we first. Did. So, uh, so we thought, well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And it really took on a life of its own. Yeah, it has. And we've had thousands of listeners. Right, brilliant. Which is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Because it obviously started, which we weren't aware really. I think it was the first time I'd been furloughed, so I had some time on my hands in March. In March. Right. Now, had I not been furloughed, we probably wouldn't have done no, it. No, we couldn't have done it, could we? Because we wouldn't have had the time. So we started it. It just seems to have struck a chord with people. I, I hope so, yeah. And they I, seem to really like it. The reviews that we've had have been great. Yeah, they have, haven't they? Yeah, the feedback that we've had on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram has all been great. I mean, people don't want it to end, which is no, so lovely. I, I, I keep reading that. Oh, what are you going to do when you get to Z? <laughs> do another series, you know. Well, I'm glad it's um, cheered people up during this time. A lot of people said, oh, I love it every Saturday. You know, go to the supermarket with my headphones and listen to you. So just for that alone, it's been a great experience, really has. 
And it's great working with you, Jackie, again. Oh, well, after thank all you very this much. Year, yeah, no, it's been really good. And what I like is that it is that positivity. It yeah, is it's got that, to be, hasn't it? Well, I think so. Yeah. And I think there are people who have a glass half full, you know, attitude. Yeah. If you've got a positive attitude, and especially with 2020, the way this year's been. Yeah, sure. It can really help you carry on because we've all had really down days. Yeah, we have. Everybody does, don't they? Yeah, of course they do. So if you can find anything at all that gives you a little bit of joy and cheers you up a bit. Yeah, that's great. Then how brilliant is that? Yeah, I know. Uh, So I'm really, uh, you know, I am sad to have come to the end. But um, maybe we will do another series or something else. Why not? Who knows? You just don't know. We just don't know what's going on, do we? I'd like to, though. You know, I would. Next year, hopefully, you'll be working on a lot more music, won't you? Well, I'd like to think so. Um, I've been working hard this year with the music. It'd be great to go out live again, but we just don't know, do we? No, we don't. I'm not holding my breath, you know, people advertising, going on the road in April and all the rest of it. We'll see. I hope to God there is gigs again, you know, for everybody's sake. You know, the fans, the technicians. All right, keep it positive, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to need a soundtrack for the letter Z. So, for the final time, Simon, what have you got? For the final time, Jackie, I've got Boney M, Rasputin, The Power of Love, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Oh, I love that. It's great, isn't it? Jonah Louie, Stop the Cavalry. Christmas Wrapping by the Waitresses. And finally, Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. And I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everybody for supporting us and commenting and encouraging us to go through it. And I hope you all have a great uh, Christmas and New Year for 2021. And hopefully I'll see you all soon. Produced and edited by John. Post-production is by Carl Svensson at Tadar Media Limited. Music by Colin McGrath, Joe Brown, Johnny Smale and Simon Wollstonecroft. And the artwork is by Lee Dyer. This has been Funky Size, A to Z of Manchester. Manchester.